I'm selected with the people around me. They bring value, they don't scam me. I we was gon' make it hit, I know who got it. I don't really want it, I want her side here. Well, every day I wake up, I'm excited. If you was going where I was going, you would like it. I got an evil who I can't let drive me. Cause I know no man is an island. I said hello, jumbo, hot body. Run in the jungle, carving your body. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Um, I don't know what time of the day you guys are listening to this, but I do want to say, man, look, we're on fire. Well, live black, we're on fire. First of all, if I ever helped you make a podcast, right? Or if you're already on a path of what greatness, on a path to your dreams or your passion, bro, keep going, well, like keep going. I know you probably hear that shit all the time, and it probably sounds cliche as fuck, but look, keep going, bro. You never know who's watching. You never know who's listening. You never know what opportunity is next. I wrote this shit down. I said, I'm so happy and grateful now that Big and Busy has multiple sponsorship deals. And here we are on our second one. Man, anything is possible. But anyways, this is not about me. I got somebody amazing on the platform with me. You know, I, I believe, you know, we're only as great as the people that we know. Hi. You can hear me? Yes. Can you tell the people your name and where they can find Hello. you on social media? I'm Brooklyn, KJ Charles 101 on Instagram. Okay. How you doing, Brooklyn? I'm doing all right. How are you? Blessed and highly favorite. Can't complain. You excited? A little bit nervous. You nervous? Yeah. Well, um, tell me about tell me about the highlight of your day today. Sleeping. Ooh. I lay in my day just sleeping. <laughs> you know, honestly, that's a good answer. Because I definitely enjoy I don't think anybody enjoys sleep more than I do, to be honest with you. Yeah. We had to compete over that. All right. What inspired you to pursue a career in modeling? Well, it's not a career for me. It's more of a pastime or a side hustle. Yeah, And I started because, like, for me, it's fun. You know, I've always been taking pictures of my friends, you know, yelling at them to get the angles right. And I like getting dressed up and taking pictures around the city and being able to see the art that I could create and how beautiful I can be on camera, along with, like, you know, when I'm outside in public taking pictures and it's just random spectators cheering me on. It's definitely a confidence Mm. booster. It helped me a lot with my self-esteem. Yo. Have you always had the self-esteem or no? No, it's a work in progress. You know, when I was younger, it was terrible, but I've been working a lot on myself, my body image and my self-love. And modeling has definitely helped me achieve a lot of the goals. Yeah. Just being able to, like, put myself outside of my comfort zone and seeing the things that I can be and that I can create and seeing myself. It's also, like, you know, like there's a camera and every, there's lenses and yeah. everybody has like a different image and a different view and a different lens. So mm-hmm. everybody captures a different picture. So it's also very interesting seeing like my beauty in different pictures and different images, even if it's the same scene, if that makes sense. Mm. No, I like that. Uh, that's a, that's a, I think that's big because everybody sees you differently. Yes. And I, I want you guys to know she actually uh, looks as beautiful as she sounds so can you give me that instagram one more time please one more time 
It's KJ Charles 101. Man, mashallah. God bless you. You're beautiful. Second question. Hmm. What are some of the biggest challenges, right, you have faced as a model and how have you overcome it? I'd say one of the biggest challenges starting off at least was learning how to pose because, you know, uh, nobody starts off knowing how to pose. You know, it's more of a natural talent to some people. And I overcame this just by studying, you know, watching YouTube tutorials, looking at TikToks and Instagram reels. And most importantly, going in my mirror, I bought a body mirror solely for this purpose (laughs) and practicing my poses. And it also helps me a lot being my own photographer. I have my own camera. So I'm able to like work with my camera and find out like what angles look good for me, you know, what lighting looks best with what pose and all of this just helps me a lot. Being able to see myself in the mirror and how I look on camera because it is like two different perspectives. You could look a certain way in the mirror and it completely different to somebody's camera. Mm. Which one do you think you like more? Looking at it through my own eyes, I would say the mirror, mostly mm. because I feel like when I wear mascara and like just no makeup, I look better in the mirror than on camera. Yeah. I feel like the camera doesn't capture how nice my lashes look with mascara Come on. on say it. <laughs> but I still either or goes well with me it's just that mascara thing i feel like cameras do not capture mascara at all on top of like the cameras not capturing every inch of your beauty right can you like share some behind the scenes insight into the modeling industry that most people might not know I'm actually not an industry model. I'm a freelance model. As in, you know, I market myself. I platform Mm. myself. Everything I do, I do by myself. Um, Another way to say is I'm a self-proclaimed model. If make it easier for some people to understand. I'm not signed with an agent or work for anybody but myself. And I would like to advise people that, you know, if you are going to be a model, whether it's freelance or in the industry, be Mm. careful, especially if you're a girl. Because guys could be creeps. And guys are mainly the ones shooting bordar, which is the fancy term for lingerie. And a lot of the times they'll ask for like some creepy poses and stuff. And no, just be make sure like this is something that you know you want to do. Yeah. So, hmm. Well, what is your opinion on those kind of like um photo shoots? The bordar. Yeah. I don't really do a lot of bordar. And when I do, I do it with people I've worked with before and that I'm yeah. comfortable with. So if you're going to do something that you're not normally comfortable with, do it with somebody that you know that's not going to, like, see you in any sexual way. Yeah. Or they, like, they're just there to do the job and capture your beauty as a model and for no other purpose. You know, I, for lucky for me, I have some photographer friends that I made while modeling. Yeah. And... Yeah. They help me a lot with like photo shoots like this. You know, I if I'm invited to a Budar photo shoot, I text one of them and say, hey, can you come and support me? You know, and if they go, then I'm going. If they don't, then I don't go. <laughs> I like that. I like that. And I like to do like creative stuff, artsy outfits, um, very abstract poses. Most of the time, I might fall off a stool or something, you know, mm. and... <laughs> I love playing with my photographers, my friend, or somebody I'm comfortable with because not only are they there to laugh at me, but they're also there to get the picture before they laugh. So yeah. it helps me. It's com- I'm in a comfortable environment, you know, something that 
I'm able to be myself in and they're able to encourage me on a more personal level and not just you got this you know like they know like what I could do and what I can't do we have that experience that background and I'm more confident posing in front of my friends than just somebody I don't know and also I'm able to have that good laugh in between yeah man shout out to your friends Miko, for bringing the best out of you well I yeah now what are some other advices because I know you did you did definitely drop a lot of gems in here give yeah. me one more just make sure that it is something that you want to do. If you're going to pursue it professionally, like if you know, like I want to make money over this, I'm going to devote myself to this. Make yeah. sure it's something that you want to do because it will take a lot of stamina out of you, especially if you're going to be of an industry and you have to have a flexible schedule mm -hmm. because me, my schedule isn't very flexible. So it was very hard planning photo shoots. And if, if you're making money off of these photo shoots, you have to have like, a flexible schedule you have to be mm -hmm. able to work with these photographers because not every not everybody's schedule is a great schedule to work with so that's why you think you got me beating sleep huh yeah you know a model <laughs> college student you know and then on top of that i'm an event host so oh, it's man. i feel like you you got what you asked for you want to be great so you got a lot on your plate yes yes awesome um how do you balance it though how do you balance your personal life and like what self-care practices do Brooklyn have in store for us to know? I'm gonna start with like what well, motivates me. It's a very rewarding experience, especially, you know, as since I am a college student, it is very overwhelming at times. But one of the most rewarding things about it is being able to go into the college, the group chat with my friends. Mm. And the first thing I see like if I, once I get done for a photo shoot, it's always a yo, the famous model was bad. She about Let's to be go. on the billboard, take us out the hood. <laughs> I don't know about all of that. But, and well, they're uh, very good emotional support too. You know, they're always like supporting me. And whenever I do get really overwhelmed, one thing that I'm confident about myself that is a, like a skill you can't obtain if you don't have right now is planning ahead. I'm confident to say that I'm very diligent when it comes to planning ahead. I'm like right now, I'm planning photo shoots for August and September. And because I'm planning ahead, like with months in advance, it gives yeah. me that time to procrastinate. So if I don't have like the energy to do an assignment or a photo shoot right now, like plan this photo shoot right now, then I have that time to give to myself in between. Mm. Planner. Love it. And I see that you not only plan, you actually execute. Yeah. I want you to hear something. You ready? Okay. All right. I feel like you have a good taste in music. Pretty lips, yeah, you wanna taste it. Don't call me sis, I ain't with the face. She's still screaming what is good, y'all just gotta face it. Put your girl, yeah, he loving me. Word it about that money, yeah, now you bitches bugging me. Testing this temptation, yeah, you wanna get up under me. Legs in the air, you know how I know the covers me. Wait, my pretty bitches, where you at? Fuck them weird hoes, say I'm ugly, that's a care. All about my cheddar, why you hanging with the red? Acting like a hater, you a friend with me, no Hey. Anyway, here I go with it. Yes, I know. I just wish that the flower. All right. I think that's enough. I'm not gonna lie. I took a screenshot of that. I like that song. <laughs> you fuck with it? Yeah, I like it. I know you're a great planner, so I want to know, right? If you could share with me some upcoming projects or goals that you have for your career, or anything else that you're excited about, can you share with us right? Well, as I mentioned, I am an event host, and 
I'm slowly working on this event in August. Um, um, the events that I host, I call it photographer and model mixers. It's like photo shoots where it's open to any photographer and models to come. Eight, you have to be eighteen and older because you know legality purposes. Mm-hmm. And you could just come. It's for networking, building clientele, and building a portfolio. But I like to be different with my events. I'm all about positivity and having fun because that's the type of person I am. I don't want to be like everybody else. I want to be different. So my events, I work really hard to promote in an open environment and just an engaging environment. I want everybody to have fun and have a good time. So it's not just, you know, you come and you have a photo shoot. No, you come and like there's snacks or something you know my mm. last event was at prospect park and i went to a five below a couple of days before i told everybody to bring water guns i knew they would bring water guns so i bought water guns <laughs> and i bought like a bunch of board games and i hate carrying stuff so i bought all this stuff and i just give it away you know you gotta take yeah. it because i'm not taking it home with me i bought it and i brought it here and that's all i'm doing man i i love your accent What's your nationality? Where are you from? Um, I'm in New York City. That's what it is? Yeah. Okay. I like that. I've been told from New Yorkers, I've been told that I have a Boston accent because mm-hmm. it's like with certain letters, certain pronunciations, I go like deep with it. I slur my words. Like people say coffee. I say yeah. coffee. Okay, like water. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. I can listen to you all day with like, man. Raising me up on a podcast is crazy. Whoa, that's what I'm doing right now? <laughs> I almost got game. Out of control. How you? What piece of advice would you, well, what piece of advice have you received, right? And how has it impacted you? When I was a child, I was a terrible kid, you know, horrible behavior. You said you're from Brooklyn, right? Yeah, my dad, he yeah, used to now, beat me. So I went to um charter school. I remember he put me in charter school for disciplinary purposes. You know, my first day, I was scared. I was nervous. He told me, look good, be good, feel good. I'm not sure if that's trademarked, but it's what he told me. So those are my dad's words. And it's been living with me ever since. It it motivates me to this day. And because my father passed, it's like it has a very emotional, I have a very strong emotional attachment to those words. Yeah. And whenever I'm in like a very tough place or I feel lost, I remember those words and I just start crying on there. I got to make my father proud and I get right back to my work. I like that. Say it one more time for me. It's look good, be good, feel good. Because, you know, he used to do my hair and pretty me up and he wanted me to be good. He was tired of getting those calls from school. (laughs) And with those two goodbye, I feel good. And I definitely do feel good now. Mm, and you're looking good doing it. Mashallah. How you? I know you have something else that you're really like fascinated about, which is anime. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite uh anime show or movie? Why too? All right, so I have an obsession with Attack on Titan. Why do you have <laughs> <laughs> so like me i don't have favorites with anything if you ask me my favorite food i'm gonna look at you like yo, i don't have favorites or nothing mm. but tackle titan i have an emotional attachment to it i didn't even know it was the anime at first because I, I watched it when i was 10 when it first came out so you know it was in english i yeah. thought it was like a regular cartoon nope <laughs> um 
so I grew up with it, and that's it's like it's like finance at Freddy's, right? Like it came out when I was younger, and this is something that I grew up with. So it's part of my childhood, is, and it became a part of me as I grew up with it. And now I'm able to be like, hey, you started watching it last year. <laughs> I started watching it like ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, and it's also because of the lore, and I just. I don't love Attack of Titan just because I grew up with it. Yeah. I also really love it because I think the plot is ingenious. Like, I don't like rewatching things, but I've watched Attack of Titan probably like eight times. And every time I watch it, there's always something new that I've missed before. Like, the very subtle interactions between the antagonists. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, this is why they did that. Or like, a very distinct hair color, hair change, or hairstyle. Mm. I remember there was this one episode, and I think it was season one, and it was steam coming out of Aaron's head. And I never noticed it before. But then when I was rewatching, I noticed it. I was like, oh my God. I did not notice. You know, it's stuff like that that keeps me interested, and I will keep rewatching it over and over again. You're like the second person that. That like the way you describe anime, anime, sorry, English is my second language sometimes. <laughs> anime, yeah, there it is. So the way you like describe it, it just it not only seems entertaining to watch, but it's like there's lessons behind what's happening and why it's happening, you know? Yeah. What advice would you give someone who's new to the anime community and who wants to get more involved into it? I tell this to everybody. Don't knock it till you try. Like, there's one anime for you. At least one anime for you. Because it's the best way to put it. It's like, if you go on the TV and you just scroll through channels, there's hundreds of channels, thousands of channels, maybe hundreds of thousands of channels for you to pick from. And you're going to like at least one. The only thing about it is, if you don't like like the mainstream animes, there's Attack of Titan, One Piece, Dragon Ball Z, and Naruto. And because these are, like, so popular, I feel like a lot of people think this is what anime is, yeah. definition of anime. And because they don't like these animes, they don't like all the anime. But it's like, this is a anime, but it's not anime. Mm. It's a part of it. The anime is so, like, vast. There's so much of it. And it's like, you know how when people say there's a lot of fish in the sea? This is really what it is. You know, you got the ugly fish, then you got the, the good fish and like the pretty coral reefs, you know, is you got the treasures. You you just have to look for it. There's gonna be at least one anime that you like. And if you need help, you know, I got I got a list of animes that I've watched. I've seen over a hundred. I could I'll give you a survey and I'll give you like ten animes that I'm sure you'll like. Um, uh, if you're a guy that's listening right now, I know you're doing the same thing I'm doing right now as she was talking, which is imagining you dressed up as an, or cosplaying, <laughs> right? As an anime character. Um, have you done that? And which one is your favorite? Ah, uh, that's hard. That's hard. That's hard. I don't have a favorite. It's... I mean, I've done the um, Tamaki from Fire Force. I've done Lola Bunny from Space Jam. I've done Shizuku. That was my favorite. I've seen that, guys. Mugo. Yeah, that's on Shizuku the Murasaki from Hunter x Hunter. I've done a maid cosplay. It's 
I'm not gonna lie, it's a Rem and Ram made dress, but I did not know that until it came in because yeah. the head came in with like the hairpins. I thought I just bought a regular made dress. <laughs> um, what else did I do? I think there was this cat outfit that I did. I wouldn't really call it cosplay though, but if I had to choose a favorite, it would probably be Murasaki only because it was like my first official cosplay that I consider official cosplay. And it was, I was recommended to do it by a special friend of mine, like a close friend of mine. Mm. Um, and that's what like really kickstarted my cosplay career. I, would, I wouldn't consider myself a cosplayer. Um, I'm listening, but I'm just mesmerized. So uh, I want to ask, is that cat picture available or no? On the ramp? <laughs> <laughs> if you scroll all the way down, it's um there's a bell like i have this necklace and it has like a gold bell and it's a red outfit yeah. and you can't really see the cat ears because of the wig um i'm gonna warn you though i took that picture when i was a minor mm. no i don't want to see that shit more. Wee, 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 wee. <laughs> i don't want to see that shit <laughs> no shout out to the friend that uh requested that tell him to request more since we're not in the circle you know yeah let me pull how you feel so far though I'm all right. Yeah. I'm tired. I need to go back to sleep. Man, who you telling? I'm trying to go back to sleep. Yeah. Um, I was watching your Instagram stories recently, right? Um, you have like a unique perspective on when it comes to relationships and dating. Do you mind talking about that or no? I'll talk about it. All right. Um, how how should a man go about a date? getting a date with, with a girl that he likes it really depends on a person in the situation because i'm a romantic um and i'm also an overthinker so i put meaning behind a lot of things like mm. even the smallest stuff will mean a lot to me if it's done with effort and thought behind it mm. like if you give me a flower i will cherish that flower if i know that like you know do you know the meaning of the one rose i don't so basically, a one rose means love at first sight, or like I know you're the one for me, kind of. Mm. So if a guy right. comes God, up to I'm the first date, oh, <laughs> yeah. right if he comes to the first date with with one rose, with like that intention, then that's gonna mean a lot to me. But if he comes with one rose just because it's like, oh, so here's a rose, you know, then I'm not gonna cherish at all. You know, yeah. effort means a lot to me. So for me, if you're gonna approach me, you had to have. A meaningful dates because i view dates as like very special you know it's a mm -hmm. bonding moment you have to appeal to me emotionally for me to like you for other people it's much more simple um i, I see myself as a very complicated person maybe <laughs> like very complex because uh, everything is like emotional for me other people yeah. it's not emotional based you know they whereas like me i want to go on picnics and I want to travel and stuff other people would just be so happy with just like yo let's go home you know put this blanket down Netflix yeah. and chill Disney and chill uh, HBO Max and chill you know anything with this chill at the end or just just walk in the park and hang out yeah like it really depends on the person I would say best advice I could give is mm -hmm. get to know the person first you know um I'll post it on my story uh, it was kind of a debate. A lot of people agreed. A lot, some, a lot of people didn't. I said to 
hang out with the person and get to know them as a friend first before you pursue them as a lover, basically. As and you know, a lot of things happen online. You know, we have these dating apps and stuff, and you can't just ask me on a date and you don't even know me. Like I tell every single person that does this, what if I was a rapist? You know, what if I was a catfish? What if I was an eighty-year-old man looking for children like you? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know who I am, and here you are, so willing to go on a date with me. You got to get to know me as a person first before you pursue me as a lover. Because then, like, you start pursuing me, and then you start catching these feelings, and everything starts getting rushed. And then now, look, like we both call feelings, but we both don't like each other as people. Mm-hmm. But we call feelings in a moment. Mm. that's how I think of it. I would rather hang out with, as friends first because I would rather date my friend than a stranger because at least my friends know who I am and how what I like and how to deal with me when I have like my mood swings and stuff. Yeah. And a stranger doesn't. If I get a mood swing, they're going to think that I'm just pissed off and they don't want to talk to me anymore. I don't got time for that. Mm. So how does it work then... Um... Do you are you like able to still be friends if it doesn't work with somebody? It really depends on the person situation. Like I ain't friends with my exes, you know. Yeah. I broke up with them for not because I didn't like them, but because they weren't how to fulfilling me romantically, basically. Yeah. As I said, like, I'm a very emotional person. You have to appeal to me emotionally, and I wasn't good at that. But I'm still friends with them because they're cool people. Yeah. There's other people that, you know, I mess with. I don't talk to them at all because they're terrible people. You know, my goal, I would like to date somebody that I know that even if we fall off, we'll be friends. Because even if that's not true, just the thought that it could happen just means that, you know, maybe this would work. Right? Yeah. I like your take on that. I believe, I believe, um, I mean, I just hope it could be, always be good blood. Yeah. And I'm a very caring person too. So once you're in, once you secure a place in my heart, you always have that place in my heart. Yeah. So. Well, hopefully I can, uh, you know, at least knock on the heart. (laughs) (laughs) I want you to use this time to share whatever message, um, feedback on the podcast that you have right now. Or even question. And on top of that, please let us know where we can find you on the gram again. Okay. <clears throat> um, I'm tired of this dude. Give me some playing. <laughs> uh, my Instagram is KJCharles101. I think an in-person would have been more interactive. Yeah. And that's oh. really it. Uh, so that's the invite. Cool. I got you. You in New York? Yeah. All right. I could uh we could set something up for show, especially when I come back from Kenya. What's that like? What Kenya? Yeah. To be honest with you, this is what's crazy, right? I left Kenya when I was five years old and I came to the States. Um the the images that I remember are way different from what I'm about to see and what I know now. When I left, I, I came from a refugee camp. So that's what I remember. But now I'm going back as a superstar, which is fucking crazy, right? Now I'm going back doing media tours, meeting grief. But I'm going back to really, like, just inspire people. Show them, like, it doesn't matter where you're from, where you're at. As long as we have the internet, I promise you, 
you can really live your dreams in real life. You know, that's my whole goal. But I'll definitely be vlogging and everything so everybody can see the experience that I'm about to have. Okay. You just inspire me to do like 10 more things. Yeah. Do that shit. And I believe in you, by the way. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, for the people that's listening, uh, you know, it's your boy Solemn. JTM Solemn. The only way to get big in life is to get busy. I'm on the balcony smoking the finest. You must be from my basket hill, mommy. But every day is a celebration. The hard times, I just, I just face them. I lost friends and friends by gaining patience and gotta hold to my temptations. Now every day is a celebration. Getting